Oh, yeah, yeah. do it. In Zodiac. <laughs> in Zodiac. Well, it's a, it's a right, it's a real song. Okay. But it's in Zodiac. You can have okay. a boss fight in a movie. <laughs> I've seen the John Wicks. That is absolutely true. You, you can, can do that. Fire of dirt. <laughs> oh, uh, can I have it? I would love yeah, your you empire. Of dirt. I'm not even using it, dude. <laughs> wow. Been looking all over for an I empire of dirt. Myself today. <laughs> can you imagine? For sale. <laughs> empire of dirt. Never, never conquered. Never Mighty works. <laughs> For sale. <laughs> we definitely made that exact joke. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not. For sale, my ye mighty works. It doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. I feel like that should fashion. be like my fucking. <laughs> I feel like that should be my like fucking like gamer tag or some shit. Like for how often we're saying AIM it. Yeah. yeah it's which your is away message. Which yeah. is not even like again. That's not even what they say. In the not available right now. Marveling at my my ye mighty works. <laughs> it's look upon my works, ye mighty. The mighty looking are looking upon the my mighty works. are looking at my works. Works. Yeah. Ye, I wonder, don't say ye. I wonder how yeah, different. I wonder. I'll show ye. I wonder how different oh, this uh, fucking podcast would be if I got really into like the plums in the ice box poem instead. <laughs> we did. I'm that, sorry. I have. Know? I have annihilated. <laughs> what is it? I'm, I'm sorry. I have eaten of years have demolished <laughs> ye, ye plums. <laughs> They were so I'm mighty. I'm sorry. <laughs> Vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Um, I came across some prunes in the desert. <laughs> they said, look upon my plums here. <laughs> look upon my plums. I'm sorry. I sold your baby shoes. They were so un- unworn. <laughs> they were too small. <laughs> At least we have a good grasp on the spoken word. <laughs> At as least we understand all the things we're <laughs> We definitely, we definitely get it with no extra work. I don't know about you guys, but discussion. I've read a book before. <laughs> we understand it. I know what happens at the end of uh, Moby Dick. Yep, he gets the whale. <laughs> they get married, right? <laughs> I believe they get married. Yeah. I'm and they have a baby called Ishmael. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. I just watched. Uh, the movie Major League, and uh, there is a plot point in that where one of the characters is trying to get with a girl he used to see who's a librarian, and she was pissed off that he had never read Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and so, so he cool. reads the illustrated version, and it's a, a good sight gag that he's like reading the comics version of Moby Dick. Uh, but then like as they're making out, she quizzes him on the details of the book. It's a really good joke. Nice. Uh, I do kind of love that. Yeah. Uh, very problematic because it's about the uh, the Indians, but mm-hmm. who've since changed their names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm. it's a good movie, funny. Did they actually change their name? Are they... uh, they're the gladiators now, I think. That's, That's cool. fine. Um, Those guys can't get offended. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> yeah. I, are the warriors maybe? All right, hold on. Uh, I mean, the uh, I, I like I like warriors and gladiators Indians. and stuff like that. I think that. Yeah. Anything is better than the fucking the fucking Washington Redskins changing to Commanders, the fucking worst name, the yeah, worst Cleveland shittiest Guardians. name. There we go. Guardians is good. Guardians is fine. Yeah. Um, but like the the Washington, one of their re- options for replacement name was the Red Hogs, and I'm like, come on, you gotta go with that. 
Because not only is that not like there's no crossover with any other team in any other league that I can think of. Nobody has a pig nobody's or boar. Done the hogs. Nobody's yeah, nobody's, like, nobody's got a hog team. A joke well, there's about a college, red hogs. Basket or there's a college team uh, that does football. That they're the Razorbacks. I think it's a Florida team. But yeah, I think you're right. Actually, but otherwise, I still think that there's, there's, there's no free much no yeah. free real estate. Yeah. Well, there's also the Denver penises too. So you <laughs> yeah, you really don't want to get that. <laughs> they're real. Uh, they're real monsters in college basketball. <laughs> there's like white socks, blue socks, and red socks. But yeah. I don't think the where's socks the are where's the blue socks? Well, no, the white socks are the blue are not. <laughs> I feel yeah. like there's there's no there, there might be a minor league team that's the blue socks. It's definitely because there's I, the Pawtucket yeah, Paw Sox. I heard that before, but I don't know where, where the fuck they are. Red, white, and blue socks. I don't want shopping. Oh yeah, sorry. The internet doesn't work anymore. When you try to search for something, a piece of information, it just tries to sell you something. I should have told you this, but I should have told you this five years ago when it happened. But I, I've been meaning to tell you, and I just forgot. The internet doesn't but work anymore. But it was anymore. the entire page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, they 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 uh, turned the they bulldozed the internet and they turned it into an advertisement. Oh, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's like nine defunct baseball teams that are Blue Sox. So, so Blue Blue Sox is like previous, like they used to exist, and no, no longer. There's there's uh, four current ones. There's Butler Blue Sox, Leicester Blue Sox, Sydney Blue Sox, and Valley Blue Sox. Well, I believe that with enough hard work and grit, I could also be formerly known as the Blue Sox. Welcome, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It, the show where we do something different every single week, where this week we dive right into the set list of Hi-Fi Rush, which is a Tango Gameworks uh, action rhythm game. Uh, and with me today, I have some intense and iconic boss themes uh, to get us kind of right in the mood for this sort of game. So I have four true story, Seb. Caspier! <laughs> Disappear! Oh, man. That's Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. the uh, it's <laughs> yeah, the one that happens when you're Sonic and you're up against uh, <laughs> Shadow. I love the, the fucking Sega naming conventions for, like, music tracks. There, There's some really oh, yeah. good stuff in there. And, it, like, in um, those Sonic games, when you look at the track listing, they all have, like... For true story, dot 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 dot. Yeah, it's like for oh. Shadow versus Sonic. Uh huh. Yeah, it's like it tells oh, wow. you what it is after having a title of its own. Like it would be less fun to intro you guys if uh, I just said, uh, "And here's Petey Piranha's theme, Cam." 
Although I am doing that. Yeah, yeah. I just realized I should have picked something from Earthbound. I was about to go look up the OST. We have battle against an unsettling opponent, Cam. Hey, that's me. I'm weird and hard to look at. (laughs) Oh, man. There's some good ones of those. In in Mother 3, there are some especially hard to look at enemies as well. Um, (laughs) We've got Bury the Light, Alex. Oh hi! I don't. Which one's that one? That's a that's Devil May Cry. That's a Virgil one. Oh, right. I should have given you one from a game you've played. How about? Yeah. Uh, that's like just edgy enough for Devil May Cry. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it was a little bit more edgy, but it's just enough. That's the baseline. Oh yeah. Well, see, that's a Virgil. Hey, it's called baseline. "Bury the Light," and it's because it's a Virgil song. If it was a Dante song, it would start with the words "The time has come, and so have I." <laughs> which is what his devil may cry Four battle theme those are the first lyrics uh wow <laughs> you can't hear it because there's like a shredding guitar riff happening over it but like if you start listening to it you're like hey wait a minute this song's weird <laughs> um did that one make it into marvel vs. capcom yes three <laughs> yeah, those, those, their themes were good as hell oh yeah there's some good, good ones in there game. another game where you hit people with a guitar mm-hmm. uh so, Alex, how about how about your dancing mad? You want to be dancing mad? All right, hold on. I might have one for you. Yeah, I want to hear it. We're all figuring out the first segment. I think this yep. is just a fun or the the intro. I think this is just a fun oh, little hosting. exercise to do, something to talk about. <laughs> the mansion basement. <laughs> the really the famously awful. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to slip it in right here. Put the director's cut mansion basement in right here, Nick. Uh, yeah, this is the. Um, so this guy, this composer pulled off one of the greatest scams of all time by pretending he was deaf. He pretended that oh, he yeah, was like yeah, Beethoven yeah, yeah. and he was the deaf guy composing. And then the obvious joke there is like, we can tell you're deaf, your music is awful. But like, <laughs> neither. I, like he, I started playing it and I was like, surely I'll have to skip ahead to get to the part no. that I was talking about. No, the <laughs> single first note is just wah, wah, wee, wah, 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 wah. And this is this is just the director's cut that has the bad music. Mm-hmm. Like the original version had different music. Yeah, that's and awesome. And then like you go to Resident Evil Two and they don't make this mistake again. It has like some of the most like atmospheric and like iconic music ever. Yeah. To the point where when they made the, and the sequel, remake they for sold this game you. Has great music yeah. too. It's like oh, oh man. Um, anyway, All right. you want to retake that? I'm your host, you... Brave or Grave, Nick. Which is the the M Bison mm. Alpha Three theme, which I just love the title of that. Very on grave. the nose. I'm thinking grave. You're pick, we're picking grave instead of brave. Grave. Oh, yeah, I think we're all gonna have to weigh in either brave <laughs> or grave. You know. What are we thinking? Mm. Brave or grave? Grave. <laughs> grave? I'm, I'm thinking man. brave. I'm <laughs> right. grave. Mm. I'm not defaulting. We're braving. So nice. we're um. Another game. Yes. So we're, we are going to talk about Hi-Fi Rush, and one of the things that makes Hi-Fi Rush special is its use of licensed tracks for the boss fights. You've got Nine Inch Nails, you've got the Flaming Lips, it's very, uh, and they, like, you know, they don't just plop the licensed track in there, it has a build-up, uh, like an extended intro, and it will only kick into the verses during certain parts of the song. It honestly reminds me a little bit of uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, saving the lyrics of a song until you hit a certain threshold in the fight. Uh, and there have been other games that do this kind of trick, but uh, having songs that already exist, using a licensed song that already exists adds an extra element to it, uh, rather than composing... I mean, and they did, you know, compose original tracks for this, because it's funny, because they have to have a streamer mode, because every 
way you could stream a game sucks shit and the digital millennium yep. copyright act is like the one of the worst inventions we've got uh so Twitch, twitch.tv will come to your house and shoot you yes play, uh, they, they will just kill you i'm surprised streaming games is even illegal at this point <laughs> it's like oh they're, you're it's showing looking like they're coming a game. for it like they could have you could someone could have bought this and played it uh, and atlas and free. nintendo literally think about it that way like they will yeah. they are the ones who will who are like drafting up lawsuits when they see germa playing a game <laughs> Yep. He only plays Fart Simulator, so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Don't play <laughs> we, real games. Watching watching Jeremy play Breath of the Wild, I would probably want to shut it down. Too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but there's like a there's a certain kind of mood that you want to go for in a boss fight. I think like if you're not the last boss, you don't want something that's like too dramatic. You want to amp up the person, get them excited to do the fight, or maybe intimidate them a little bit. But like. When you're the last boss, you have to go, like, all out. You have to go for, like, a huge, big punch of emotion. Um, if, your, if your boss fight doesn't have, like, a Catholic choir in it, then... Yep. Mm-hmm. We need you, chanting monks. You need chanting... <laughs> I like any time that there's... Introducing vocals to emphasize how important a boss mm-hmm. fight is always works on me. That's always fun. Yeah. there's they They do some really good stuff with that. I mean, like... Uh, it's kind of cheating to even bring it up, but like the you know your your Final Fantasies sorted this shit out like for sure. Yep. Like especially like I was uh, I jokingly brought up Dancing Mad earlier. Uh, that's the uh, the twenty minute long song composed for yep. the uh, Final Fantasy VI final boss, where as you're Jesus. moving up Good his fight. massive body, you have different phases of the song play at different times, and because the composer like wanted. Like he's like, well, I don't just want to loop sections over and over again. I'm gonna make a 20 minute long song that's gonna match up to how long this fight mostly likely will last. It's very cool. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. 20 minute long song. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it's got like different kind of segments that you can feel, which is is good. I think that's kind of important. Like, I mean, any song should have like you know your intros and bridges and choruses and things like that. Even instrumental ones, you can sort of feel the structure of a song, but like. Uh, when you're thinking about the way boss fights are structured in video games, they usually kind of have, like, they're, they're split into these phases as well that kind of lend themselves nicely to musical accompaniment. I agree. Well, one of the things... <laughs> all right, yeah. So I'll go first and try to try and set the stage a little bit. Um, okay. My first example is, like, is that of a bad one. When I was playing this game and I was... Um, up against Rekka, who is wrestler themed. Uh, she's got a whole lot of uh, wrestling stuff going on in her move set and in her theming and visuals. And it may- reminded me of the Mountain Goats album from the 2010s, which is called Beat the Champ, which is, has a lot of wrestling themed kind of songs on it. And one of them that I really love is called Werewolf Gimmick, which is about a guy who gets a little too into his fake werewolf gimmick and starts talking about how he's gonna like oh, yeah. p- slip razor blades into his fake gloves and like and like starts snarling at the people in the locker room and stuff like that. And it's very like, but the the Mountain Goats in general, their their music does not fit well into a boss fight thing they're very like kind of down tempo and and sad like more trying to evoke deeper emotions in you so when they do get to kind of go and be like silly or bombastic it's great one of my uh uh one of my favorite 
songs that they have is like is has the chorus i'm doing this for revenge which i i really like yeah about, about that which is you know wow. it's more that's one's more about getting over a breakup kind of stuff but like i'm gonna check them out i didn't know yeah. that they had that much theming put into their their music mm-hmm. but if you like start with album one and go on it's mostly stuff that is going to like just like really bring the mood down like it's like you know we're, we're gonna be pumped down and that's not the kind of thing that's good for a boss <laughs> fight you, you want to kind of go in the opposite direction I, I mentioning earthbound again they they Ooh. do the opposite thing of like the big like dramatic like catholic singing at the final boss mm-hmm. like i think with some bosses i, I don't remember if it is guy gas but like you're all amped up for this fight, and then you get in, and it's just, like, almost silent. Like, there's no music, and it's just, yeah. like, kind of ominous growling and groaning. Yeah. Screeching uh-huh. and Screeching and, like, just unsettling Because there's always noises. been kind of, like, a, a veneer of silliness that protects you from anything too nasty happening in the game. Like, they're like, oh, no, the Kraken's going to be here. And then you see what the Kraken look li- looks like, and it makes you laugh out loud. Like, uh, But with Gygus, all of the, like... All of the jokiness has been stripped away, and the music's not even going to help you. Like, there's a cool earthboundy style music track when you fight Porky or Pokey or however, whatever. Uh, yep, depending on your depending region. on your region. Um, but then, as soon as he's his part of the fight is done and Gygus's part starts, the music is gone, and that and then you it's replaced with what you were describing with like the the, the just snarling bad tones. That's uh, that's very effective as well music to make you feel bad mm-hmm. <laughs> music to not relax and not study <laughs> yeah to. no vibes at all no, vibes. no chill vibes bad vibes to to not relax <laughs> vibes are not impeccable so uh seb are you mad that this game got to be a nine inch nails boss fight before you did i guess quake did that too um, but that, i don't know if they no, count. i was very excited <laughs> about there being a nine inch nails boss fight because i wasn't considering being a nine inch nails boss fight um, I don't. Think That's something I'm you could do. You don't think you have enough? Like I can be pretty edgy, but I'm not edgy enough to be Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Is that Trent Reznor? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Didn't Whoa. he do? Good poll. I know this because we were. Des just got really into Nine Inch Nails. Well, they're good. And, oh, cool. Uh, Trent Reznor did a movie. The soundtrack. Social Network. He's done several. The yes. Social Network, yes. which I just watched. That's the one yeah, he won an Atticus Oscar for. Ross. It's so very he's, good. He's paired up he's... with Atticus Ross a lot. Um, that was that. I think he did Gone Girl. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Another Finch. Finch yeah, a Finch man. Yeah. So do you yeah, think? So, so do you think Trent Reznor's the only person to have ever worked with David Fincher and John Carmack? And survived. <laughs> and survived. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> He looks like he... I'm looking at a picture of him now. He looks like he belongs in a Fincher movie. How old is the picture you're looking at? It's from today. <laughs> ah, okay. The newspaper? <laughs> yeah. It's on the front page. Because he got from, buff. It's about how Fincher like, finally got him. <laughs> like, he, he was this, like, greasy grunge guy in the 90s. And then, like, around yeah, the 2010s, yeah, yeah, yeah. he started getting buff. Oh yeah, He's I'm like seeing that now. Dad now. Yeah, all the results are like uh, kind of current pictures of him. So it's funny to see to mm. also see peppered in like a random like really skinny greasy guy. <laughs> yeah. like, why is this guy showing up on my results page? Yep. Yeah, neat. He's mm-hmm. uh. It's funny that Nine Inch Nails is 
coming up in my life so much right now. Yeah. Two, uh, two times. Very good. Oh, wow. three times, actually. <laughs> Just in a lot, but it's weird that it happened thrice. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that it happened three times in May. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, June. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're recording in May, though. That would be some shit. I would, right? I would be in <laughs> getting ahead. They don't have to know that it's actually June 13th. It's, it's actually uh, March right now. We're making some real predictions about what's going to happen in our lives. We're preparing for a second lockdown where they don't let you do video calls. So we're mm-hmm. trying to get them in early. Coronavirus can go over the internet now. Mm-hmm. I can't believe God, Joe Biden I'm, I'm died and came that back. Died. Yeah, I'm trying oh. to pull a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Fuck. that this also doesn't work because uh, I'm predicting the future that <laughs> Queen yeah, is too far ahead. Still with oh, us. Queen, no, that, did that happen by March? That so, so Seb, what kind of mood do you want to get for your boss fight? I, I was talking about Mountain Goat's werewolf werewolf gimmick. I'm I'm thinking like a very like. A dangerous kind of beastly vibe, but it's still like acoustic guitar. Mm. So it's like, so maybe for Am the I... arena, it's something kind of natural, like a ring made up of like trees and and like uh, the branches kind of look like the the posts of a wrestling for ring. Me? No, I'm talking about myself for the song oh, for that you. I was describing. But I'm asking, what would you? What kind of music is good for a boss fight against you? Okay, so. I need some help here. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? What kind of boss would you guys see me as? Mm. You're not the kind. I need this. Ooh. Um, are you a head and hands boss? I don't think so. Damn it. I was going <laughs> to no. say that. Fuck. <laughs> it's got to be, be an eyeball It's got to be a puzzle boss. You definitely I'm have to do something three boss. times. You're not able to be You're not able to be hurt until you, like, put, until somebody puts the square peg in the square hole, I think. Okay. <laughs> What if you uh, put the round peg? If you put the round peg, she's Steph is still like just, oh insta death. Yeah, it's it's not even insta-death. not even like the phase you. doesn't end. It's like just it kills you immediately. Yeah, I'm um, thinking some sort of AR type thing where you if you've AR done something puzzle. outside of the game, you get a huge advantage. Oh, Kinda so like it's like a so okay. it's a Kojima thing. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta plug into the. In the yeah. second slot. You have to go yeah. to a website and download a file. You have and to, that tells you. You have to check the, the back the of the codes. box in order to get <laughs> the. Code have to enter in. your Neopets mm. login. Oh man! <laughs> I'll take all your Neopoints. Yeah, so something um, like Neopets that. So something, bosses. something that'd be good for. Yeah, there's the battle room. Something the terms that would be like kind of good for. Uh, <laughs> you have to read all the terms thought, and conditions. But then transitions into something more actiony once you're exposed for damage. Hmm, okay. I'm trying to think. Do you have, are, we, are you working backwards from a song you picked, or are you trying to think of a song that no, matches I'm, the vibe? Yeah, I'm trying to think of a song that matches the vibe now. Okay. Um, well, Cam's a head and hands boss, so we can ask him what, what, what uh, music plays when <laughs> yeah, you fight. I can't believe, if you're out here making a game and you're putting your goddamn head and hands boss in there, come on, what are you doing, dude? You come on. Zelda. Every How many game fucking needs times there's so Zelda has it's, to have a, a head and hands boss. It does so not overdone at this boss. point. It's crazy. All right, I'm gonna be a head and hands boss. <laughs> head in hands boss. It's not, yeah, not head in hands boss. <laughs> but it's a big <laughs> hand with two heads on each side. Oh, I kind of like ah. this. This is sounding and pretty it's good. A dialogue based boss fight it's like heads Phoenix and Wright. Hand. <laughs> heads so, and hand. So boss. dialogue One based hand, boss like a like a Phoenix Wright witness on the stand, or dialogue based boss like it's um, 
uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution, where you have to convince yeah, can somebody. I say Laputin machine, and you die, or what? <laughs> you have to say uh, pee pants. Uh, one of those, like, <laughs> like some sort of disco Elysium, uh, Everart, uh, making you sit in the chair kind of boss. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some sort of dialogue trickery mm-hmm. where you have to, or I guess more, I'm thinking more like Egghead. Uh, oh, all right. You have to find Egg. the correct path to go through mm-hmm. to get to my emotional core to, to get me to leave you alone. Yeah, <laughs> to stop saying hardcore. Yeah, and then you're vulnerable and we can DPS you. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> and the music mm. is, I do like any sort of harpsichord Phoenix Wright music is the mm-hmm. best kind of uh, boss music, in my opinion. That kind of like gothic. Uh, Oh yeah, Churchy I know music, what you mean. I think is, is so, really so good something that. that uses an organ. Um, there are a couple of uh, of uh, gimmicky folk metal uh, kind of things I saw that were that would love to that would do stuff like that. Like, I got plenty of stuff like, like that, that would incorporate an organ, or that would incorporate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Seb's wheelhouse. <laughs> that's my wheelhouse. I suggested earlier a hurdy gurdy man, mm-hmm. but that doesn't have a hurdy gurdy in it, so. It's just a really song a about a weirdo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I, think, I, I want my backing track to be done by Hideki Naganuma. Wow. Oh, he's going right. to compose something new? Um, Damn. Yeah. I, I completely, mis- I completely misunderstood what the, what the prompt for this was. If, <laughs> We've really uh, gone from it. You okay. misunderstood? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I think, think we misunderstood. I think it's going to be... I'm, I'm trying to... Back to back... Oh yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on. That's you're getting somebody else's a boss theme that's already been used. <laughs> it's not a boss theme. It's a level theme. Okay. Okay. So More of a regional manager theme. Fight. Here's mine. Oh, okay, all right. I don't listen that's to normal music. Yeah. That's, get the fuck off my dick. That's actually a great idea, though. It's <laughs> a good boss theme. Also, uh, three minutes and forty seconds is a pretty good length for a boss fight. I think. It's very, very nice and. Yeah. <laughs> it's not none of this none of this twenty minute Kefka shit. <laughs> like you were talking about. I'm literally just going minutes? through my Spotify. Alex, what about you? What kind of what kind of boss are you? What kind of music do we think we're playing? We you got the flaming lips going on? Is it is it Jimmy uh, so Buffett? I'm, What's I'm, going on? I'm really working backwards. You uh, say from, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> that would be funny. Margaritaville would be good, I think. <laughs> The torturous sounds of island music. <laughs> that would be actually. I didn't really think about Jimmy, but that would be a good like. It's the tropical level, mm-hmm. so it's like the boss has to have some fucking calypso in there. He's, he's like jumping up and down on like uh, beach chairs or something like that, and they snap up when you uh, when you jump on them. It's I can see this being a very <laughs> like a platformer kind of thing. Boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I've also I've been in a real talking heads hole. So I've been, I, a couple of these I've been thinking about working backwards oh, from. Oh man, so there are so, some good ones there. A, a lot of a lot of my favorite songs from them have really good rhythms. So it's like and like they all have great bass lines. So it's oh, like yeah, that's thinking, so true. Thinking how you'd map the like uh, the, com- the rhythm based combat in this game to uh, something with a really crazy bass line mm-hmm. and then like maybe vaguely theme it around the song. Uh, one of the ones I was thinking about was Moon Rocks because it has a lot of. Here, I'll, I'll post it. Uh, the oh, lyrics are all really crazy. 
because uh, he talks about eating a rock from the moon and such. So I think it would be oh. funny for it to be a space level. Yeah, that's that's really good. I, I am actually <laughs> I'm super good. into that. That could be what given you your your boss powers as you ate a rock. Yeah, from no, the moon. I think that like that's a perfect intro. Like you walk into the room. The, uh, I eat a rock from the moon, and then the song. <laughs> so here's that kind of makes me think. Yeah, you're definitely like a like a mascot platformer game almost, or some something yeah. something that's something very lucid and fun where you the, can do like a yeah. space level with no problems. Definitely, I don't think this is like a hardcore action game boss yeah. theme. It would be. It would definitely be something more lax. I was going for like a kind of 3D combat sort of game when I was like yeah. werewolf gimmick. All right, yeah, here we go. Uh, so Seb has posted Gold Guns Girls. Now, by what by metric? What do you think? What kind of game? What kind of boss do you think this fits? The puzzle boss uh, you were describing earlier. Or are we getting something else? No, I think this is actually very much like this game. I think it would match. It's got a good baseline and all that. Um, when I when I listen to this, um, and it might be that I've played too many games like this, but it makes me think driving game. Honestly, Seb. Yeah. <laughs> But that this comes up me. on EA tracks, a, flashes across the bottom of the screen. <laughs> well, well, Seb rolls up in like a really nice, uh, like Japanese drift car, and says, I "Heard you were in town. I wish you weren't." And then this song starts playing, and and you have <laughs> to like, I'll you see you on the track. <laughs> I'll race you to death. But this, this, this is "Sleep Is for the Week" is a title that I would, I would give to a, a puzzle game. Hmm. <laughs> We got a real Baba is You thing going on here. Sure. Oh my God! Yes, this song. This song could be fucking straight out of Overcooked or something. Yeah. Oh. Seth was supposed to. Polka is not in. Oh wait, what is? This? No, never mind. That's the name of the album. Sleep is for the week from the Dreadnought. Topic. Mm-hmm. When I fight a Dreadnought, I expect it to be a certain way. You know, I think yeah, it's a, a wolf-headed man playing an accordion. All right, what do we think? Great. What do we think about this? Uh, we got we got kind of a varied mix of genres. Uh, Cam is going yeah. to be a uh, uh, a dialogue puzzle boss set to Vince Staples. Get the fuck off my dick. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a 3D combat thing with a mountain goats werewolf gimmick. Uh, Alex is a mascot platformer with a to- Talking Heads Moon Rocks as the uh, backing track, and we have... Uh, the song definitely is about drugs, yes. but I'm taking it literally. Yeah. <laughs> you are eating a rock in the moon. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Seb, we have kind of a cerebral puzzle gamey vibe with uh, Sleep is for the Week. Yeah, which I still don't think quite matches that, but... No, I think I, I think I this is good. I think you got to put the square yeah. peg in the square hole for that one. But like, it's like a Sokoban thing, so it's really hard to get the square peg. Yeah, all the I'm way putting over there. the rectangle peg in the square. Hole. <laughs> all right, when we come... sorry, I just watched that that TikTok of the the girl mm-hmm. watching the guy put the uh, wrong shapes in the wrong holes. Because we haven't been meeting in person, I haven't been uh, I haven't been look, looking up TikToks to open the show with. So I'll say <laughs> sicko TikToks about yeah. People coming up with new ways of life or whatever mm-hmm, the fuck. Mm-hmm. Working on their own calendar. Yeah, I'll time. save it for next week. But uh, when we come back, we are going to talk about Hi-Fi Rush. And uh, we're going to get right to it. Yeah, I wish I had a cringe dialogue bark to shout. Booyah. I don't know, does he say that? The original square whole girl video. Plus <laughs> <laughs> for them.
that's me. And you're probably wondering how I ended up here. Well, it's pretty standard. Check this out. Music player in my chest. It's powering up my new robot arm. Whoa. It's making everything sync up with the beat. Let's rock. This is awesome. Vandalay Technologies isn't just coming from my arm. They're after all of us. What in the hell am I looking at? The name's Chai, not Defect. Is this the guy? We'll take down this company. One boss at a time. Just so you know, they're insane. I'm here, baby. Rockstar. Let's do, do it again. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. No. All right. Hello, and welcome back to Please Don't Listen to This. Your Life Depends on It, the show where we do something different every single week. This week, we played Hi Fi Rush, which is uh, uh, this is by the uh, former developers of the Evil Within series, Tango Gameworks. Yeah, I have I have Tango Gameworks Wikipedia page up because it's funny. Yes, that's I, uh, crazy. There's no genre. Uh, when this game was revealed at whatever uh, Xbox Experience whatever thing that they were they uh, initially showed it off at. And for starters, they uh, showed it off, and then they said it's available to play right now, which is always a great yeah. trick. Oh. I love that. They did the shadow drop. We they didn't market that. this mm-hmm. game at all. It was just a mm-hmm. thing. How long ago was this? When did this game come out? Uh, this came out this mm-hmm. year. I don't remember March. when. Oh, wow. For yeah. real? That's, That's a pretty cool. recent release. But it was uh, it excited a lot of people. I know I saw a lot of people talking about it right afterwards and play, playing into it and diving in immediately because uh, I follow a bunch of action game freaks who are all excited to see a game where that has uh, a, a combo that rises somebody else into the air. Uh, like people freak out about that. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. You got the, you got the, they they get excited when the move is called the stinger. They're like, that's the one that goes forward. And me too. I'm also like that. 
And they say they say uh, things like dodge offset. And they expect you to know what it means, and that I do know what that means. I just want to run through this game's developed mm-hmm. list because it's very funny. Uh, there are uh, Tango GameWorks is a pretty new studio, uh, but it was founded by, or at least it is prominently led by uh, Shinji Mikami, right. uh, one of the original Resident Evil guys. Uh, yes, um, he d- developer of such games as Goof Troop, Resident Evil Four, and God Hand. <laughs> yes. Uh, Good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, their first two games were Evil Within and Evil Within 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they made a game called Ghostwire Tokyo, which I've never heard of. Really? That, that oh, game got a ton of, of press. Isn't that like a horror it's, game? No, it's, uh, it's oh. more like an open-world adventure gamey thing. It's the first person you're, you get a... You, you are going around to Tokyo that's infested with yokai, and you're, like, absorbing them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and then they made a mobile game uh, called Hero Dice, which does not even have a Wikipedia page. But that gave them, like, $500 million of budget, right, for the, for the uh, next yeah, of one? Course. <laughs> yep. So uh, I think Bethesda owns this studio because they publish all of their stuff. Uh, but uh, And then they did Hi-Fi Rush. So they made, like, four games, one of which seemingly doesn't exist. Uh, but, yeah, bizarre, especially because, like, I associate this studio with, oh, like, this is the survival horror lineage. This is the... Like the Resident Evil guy spun off a studio to make a game kind of like RE4, and then he made a sequel to that game, which is way better. Uh, yeah, I was like, surely this is by the same people who did that fucking what was that game where it's like zombies and you like like grind on telephone. Oh, you were thinking of Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, Yeah. I I falsely said that they also made that game, but it was a completely different game. Yes, it it seems like (laughs) obviously they did, but no, they did not have anything to do with that game. The aesthetic is very similar. Yeah, that seems like the A to B connection, but no, not not the case. Yeah, so do we want to kind of run through what this game is like? Yeah, Uh, definitely. Yes, absolutely. So first I would like to read off the email that we got uh, that because this is a request. Yeah, this is a guest episode. Woo! Mm -hmm. Guest episode. They're not here. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Though he did request to be on the episode, and I did not facilitate it, so... Oh well. Yes. well it was funny. I think, I'm sorry, dude. Is this the Maybe one where the, the guy was like, and I'll be on it? Yes. It's like, we don't even know who yeah. you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was that. Cut that out. Oh, leave uh, it in. <laughs> random people can email mm-hmm. us, but we won't have you on the show. We've That's had right. random, a little random bit more annoying. strangers online before. So this comes to us from Matt, who uh, said that he heard about Alex. Uh, he heard from Alex on Tales of the Backlog <laughs> and said that our show sounded like fun. So he offered a couple of... Uh, topic suggestions to pick from Hi-Fi Rush, uh, Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage, and the Gorillas album Cracker Island, and we picked a Hi-Fi Rush. Um, he uh, he said that he has been working in and around podcasting for the last 10 years, and that our show sounded interesting, which I am happy to hear, and I, I, yeah, hope, I hope he eventually listened to it <laughs> after, after the correspondence with us. Yeah, um, check out some other episodes too. Mm-hmm. So this I mean, we're all over the place. We got true. this email yeah, on March fifteenth when Hi Fi Rush was brand new. It had wow. just come out at the time. It said you guys should play the newest game that's out now. I think it came yep. out in January. And we are doing it yes. now. This is the newest <laughs> game. Mm-hmm. We definitely didn't push this a week to play a newer yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really got killed by Zelda. He was a text. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, they were so scared of Zelda, they moved the release of Hi-Fi Rush up three months. (laughs) So, uh, this game is a it's a 3D combat action game in the vein of Devil May Cry, God of War, Ninja Gaiden, that sort of thing. Um, But it 
is also a rhythm game. In this, it is kind of like Crypt of the Necrodancer in that there are songs that yeah. play during the level and everything happens on the beat. Except in this game, I... you can move off the beat. Uh, you just don't get any bonuses for it. Like Yeah, I described it as a rhythm hack and slash. That's a good way of saying yeah. it. Yeah, I think Necrodancer is going to be a good touch point for this because it's a similar mechanic. It's just a de- completely different kind of game. Mm, yeah, same same backbone. but And we all played that for the podcast. That's right. Yep. So <laughs> I think it'll be a good reference point. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, uh, yeah, then do we want... The aesthetic is very unique. There's not a ton of games that look like this. It's like cartoony... Um, very stylized, feels, definitely. Super cel-shaded. Like, um, like a spiritual su- successor-ish um, to Jet Set. I don't know about that. In terms of aesthetic. Like, I, I said ish. Like, it's, not, it's got it's not this type punky. of attitude. Yeah. yeah. It's more more Pixar than this. Punk, to me, this seems it very... Uh, it seems very indie comic style. It's like Tank Girl. Yeah. Like, hard edges it. and, like, sharp angles. But... Very mm. uh, bright colors. Yeah, you know stylized. It, it reminds is, me is a good way of describing it. It reminds me a little bit of you remember those. Um, oh, I forgot what the company's name was, but they did Totally Spies and um, Wow French Animation Studio. It video. does yeah. look like Totally Spies. You're right. It, it it's got this bright color to In it, and it's 3D. like not quite anime, but it's definitely got some influence there. Yeah, it's like cartoony, but not Mm -hmm. too cartoony. It's kind of like middle slider on all of these things. But it's got all the comic book-y sound effects, though, when you do stuff. Yeah, and then it's got, like, panels in the cutscenes, some of them, where Rekka, like, there's one where Rekka just pops out of it, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, really cool. And it's got the same thing that um, Spider-Verse does, where you can see um, they've tried to put in the printing dots, the screen print Mm -hmm. dots, um, in in some of the shading. And um, they also have animated cutscenes, which are just very good like the, the animations in this entire game are very good even in the like in in game engine it's it looks really good it's very dynamic the way that you'll switch from in engine to re- pre-rendered cutscene they're very good about that yeah. a lot of games it's That's so true. easy to tell when it's a cutscene because the game mm-hmm. looks better yeah <laughs> but in yeah. this game it's like oh everything's so stylish it's like you can your character can get punched in the face and then you're in a cutscene and you won't even really notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes like, I, I had trouble telling. Um <laughs> and like I think the vibes in this game are so good. It it's like pop punk. Mm. It's extremely pop punk. Um and I kept saying that it We're going to be it, slinging around terms left for and sure. right. Cuz I mean even just talking about the but, aesthetic, you can see that we already had kind of a couple differences of opinion in terms of what we thought it reminded I think it's us worth, of. If you're listening to this episode and you don't know what this game looks like, I think it's worth throwing a Google it's image search or punching it in. Description yeah, does not do really this game justice because it's I didn't know what this game unique. looked like before I played it, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is weird and unique." So I don't know. I, I I've kept saying that the game looks like what the year 2009 felt like to me. <laughs> yeah, that makes that sense. makes sense. Do you guys? Do you guys remember the game that um? Chai is extremely pop, like he's got a fucking zoom in his chest, mm-hmm. or really no, more it's like a, an it's a zoom. Classic. It's it's that it's a fucking zoom, for sure. Yeah, it, he is not cool enough for it to be like a name brand thing. But it's got the wheel. Yeah, it's got the wheel. It, that's the zoom wheel. <laughs> okay, it's the zoom wheel. He's got a he's got a what is that a Microsoft zoom? Yeah, I forgot that's the Microsoft that. zoom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
That's why they let this uh, game on Game Pass. Yeah, do we have any more? Yeah, I mean, I feel like this, this is, I, think. I think that we got it completely covered. But when we talked earlier about there being licensed tracks, this game has like its own music tracks for every level, like Necro Dancer, that are, that are supposed to fit with the level. And then you reach yep. a boss, and that's when the licensed track play, is playing, unless you're in streamer mode, in which case it just plays something that's more similar to what the level is. <laughs> it plays a white are. noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screeching. <laughs> ASMR crickets for falling asleep, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think we, we mentioned it up top, but I, I think it's maybe underselling a, a, or underselling how cool it mm-hmm. is but uh everything in the game is synced to the music it, it feels like it's a like how they do this trick in like fucking new super mario bros or whatever where they we did like enemies would do a little dance yeah. when, bah, the, uh, when the boop bop yeah but uh, like literally everything to like the sewer grates and like your character snapping to the beat it all just uh, flows. Mm-hmm. All the steps that he takes cu- go to the beat, which is something that yeah. I was I would try to do intentionally if I was if I'm playing like Yakuza or whatever. When uh, Kiryu has a very specific measured uh, walk animation, and it's like when a certain song is playing, I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna walk and I'm gonna get my steps on the beat <laughs> if I can line it up just right. Or if you like listen to music when you work out or like run, you oh, just yeah. kind of subconsciously yeah. end mm-hmm. up doing that. It's fairly satisfying. Absolutely. Um, so this the plot of this game is all about about being kind of put into a city for like a, a city sized facility for cybernetic workers. Like you're kind of bought into the company uh, and like like uh, like put into this kind of come. Yeah, you volunteer yeah. for the uh, for the uh, prosthetic robot arm program. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the intro for the game. Uh, and then the rest of the game is you trying to take down this company because uh, they're bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have to get this out on Front Street. It is hilarious that it is called Vandalay. Mm-hmm. That is oh, the yeah. fake That's company crazy. name that they use in Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And it's, it has to be Oh, it's on purpose it's for so sure. so good. Oh, there's so many references in, in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so weird to pull that reference though like yeah for these and two it's not things Vandalay that have industries because no... in seinfeld that's he always it's vandalay industries mm-hmm. yeah in this one it's a little different it's like a one slant on that mm-hmm. but um and then it really struck me like uh i mean venture brothers was pulling from a, a similar well but it really i kept thinking of venture brothers with the gigantic v mm-hmm. uh building oh. in the middle <laughs> and stuff like that and it's not really that it doesn't it doesn't have that like adult swim tone no but it also feels like it's pulling from some of that wacky super science uh, mm-hmm. cartoon type. And of deal. course, it loves its anime. It loves its fighting games. It loves its classical yeah. video games. There's the JoJo's reference character. Uh-huh. Who's constantly <laughs> posing. Uh, Rekka is probably named that because her name sounds like Rek, and she's the security like person or the quality control. She's like yeah, a yeah, QA she's the quality person. control person. Yeah. Rather, it, it means security basically in this case because bad products can't escape, which means they have to be killed. Yeah, uh, yeah bad yeah. products so, are sentient. Yes. So. Yeah, so I, I have to say, so Rekka uh-huh. is a wrestler yes like she's yes like extremely uh-huh. wwe absolutely she's got a champion uh, belt she's big gauntlets yeah boss. says boss yeah. Yeah, incredibly yeah. funny she is great and she always yells like this mm-hmm. and and so when i do the straight sub impression that's what i'm doing <laughs> <It's Rekka. laughs> 
I thought it You're was strange. Channel Rekka now? That's exactly what I'm imagining in my head. The accent was really throwing me off. She has like a Texan a accent a, or something. Yeah. It's so strange. Yeah. yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit off. But I was I didn't trying to understand what the the characterization was, but I, I guess I I missed that it was supposed to be a wrestling thing. So the How? so uh, Rekka. I don't know. <laughs> is probably named after a, a Street Fighter 2 thing, which is... Uh, yeah, I was going to yes. say, that's a fighting yes. game. That's so, what I thought it was, so yeah. So, uh, Fei Long in Street Fighter 2 had a move called Rekka Ken, which is his, like, subsequent punches, where he put the do the input in once, and he does one punch, but if you keep doing it, he'll it'll complete the whole animation. So it's like a built-in combo. Like, one, two, three. And so then every move that functioned like that in every other game fighting game is called a Rekka, where it's like uh, three inputs to like auto continue a, a combo moves that lead directly into each other like that. Like uh, comas in a uh, melty blood, uh, Alex. Yeah. Um, Thanks. And um, <laughs> for, for yeah. only Alex. <laughs> but um, I, that immediately like endeared me to this character, but they, all the bosses are cool. Uh, did anyone reach any of the other ones? There's yeah. Early on, they give you the pantheon yes. and it's like, oh, all right. All of these guys have a, a gimmick and B are going to like, you could already tell what the kind of music. They're yes. Play and um, I really like, there's one I really like, uh, Corsica. Uh, she's, she fights yeah. like with batons, like, like uh, she kind of like Eskrima or uh, like Tonfa or whatever. But they're like, they're like yeah. wands with like tasers on the end. And uh, she has... Um, she does this great thing where she's like kind of circling uh, Chai, like it's like a samurai duel, and like the the beat is pumping up in the background, so the wall around you in the fight is like jumping up and down to the beat, and you have to parry her when she comes in for the attack to the beat of the song. It like it's not normal gameplay. You don't have free movement. It's like kind of like a quick time event almost. But the yeah, way they right. have it framed, there's no extra bullshit on the screen. It just takes the takes the camera behind Chai's back, and then the the background, like the room that you're in, starts moving to the beat, and she like will telegraph. She it's like um, it's like a fucking Parappa the Rapper or something, where she'll like yeah. she'll go like, or or or, spa- or Space Channel Five. Space Channel Five is a great example too. It's yeah. like left, right, chew, left, right, chew. Like it's like all right, I have I know what I have to do here. I just have to keep focused on the pattern. And that is super cool. I didn't get far enough to see the other guys, but uh, they show you at the beginning all these, co- like Alex was saying, all these colorful characters. You get on the yeah. same call with them in one of the levels. <laughs> yeah, there's some good stuff there. Uh, so we want to run through impressions. Yeah, so uh, can, Alex, uh, why don't you start? What did you think of this all game? Right. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by how this game looks and feels uh, in the hands. Uh, it's... Uh, I, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, like I had heard about this game when it came out, but I had not seen one image about how it looks or like I had heard, oh, it's a rhythm game. It's like a fighting or it's like a beat em up or whatever. I'm like, oh, fine, whatever. I generally file that stuff in not for me territory. Uh, I like some character action games, but uh, I'm much less into that genre. Uh, even though I like Dark Souls stuff and I really like Metal Gear Rising, I uh, only kind of mm-hmm. dabble. Uh, but uh, in booting this up, I was pretty surprised by what exactly it ended up being. Uh, and uh, I don't know if I'm... To- I, the parts of the aesthetic, I'm like, hell yeah, this rules. And then someone will say something, and I'm like... <laughs> and I'm like, all right, uh, back to the fun part. Uh, but 
yeah, so I was kind of back and forth a little bit on that. Um, I like how the gameplay feels. I We talked a little bit on the podcast previously about vibes versus mm. glory, and I think this is an interesting game in how it mixes those two things. Uh, because if you're playing to the beat, if you're vibing with the music, and you're just enjoying the, your time playing the game, you'll also kind of do well, mm-hmm. even if you're not like dialing in combos or using your unlockable moves, you can still like rack up a good combo or like a good score on the side just by being like tapping into the rhythm, like uh, like matching all your inputs. Uh, and I really I got a lot out of that because like I'm not an S rank gamer, mm. uh, and I know Nick likes to scry- strive for the high yes. scores, but uh, generally, I'm like, oh, in a game like this, I expect to have like, okay, I'm riding through on C's mm-hmm. and uh, C's and D's. It's like high school. <laughs> it's like I'm just trying to get through. Um, but this game, I was like, oh, I'm hitting S. I don't, like I'm getting an S combo on a lot of these mm-hmm. encounters, and it's oh. like they break it down by like uh, they have three criteria. I think it's like it's like it's God, being on the beat. It's do, are you yep. taking damage, and it's combo variance. I believe is the last one. Mm. Yeah, so whatever the middle score was, I basically always had like a. That's being on the beat. It's how many how many of yeah. your hits were on rhythm. Oh, really? Yeah. What yeah, but, difficulty were you playing on? I was playing on hard. It I was also playing like on hard. Okay. No, that that uh, what the difficulties change is how much damage you take. Sig- That's it. Okay. Yeah. okay. I thought it, it they don't would sh- tweak the um the, the grading timing, maybe. because I was getting very good ratings and i normally am bad at rhythm oh maybe they do ease up the scoring because i I think the rating's just really generous like i was getting a's on like pretty much everything and i was not doing great at the game yeah and i like i it was interesting because like in a regular character action game one that's a little bit more rigorous i'm Mm -hmm. gonna say um they really like to ding you for like uh stale moves and stuff if you use the same attack uh, you're not going to get an S rank on like a double may cry or something like that. If you just use what works, mm-hmm. it's like you're, you're just hitting light attack. Maybe you'll throw a, an uppercut mm-hmm. in there. Uh, in this game, like I was just riding light attack. It's like, oh, as long as I'm hitting the rhythm, I'm getting a combo up, I'm doing damage, and I'm hitting the little finisher when the circle matches the circle. Uh, that was like okay for most of the game that I got to. Uh, I was playing on hard. I did die a few times, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can just kind of vibe out and tap mouse one whenever I like, you know, enjoy the song mm-hmm. and tap to that. Uh, and like that w- definitely worked for me. As I played a little bit more, I kind of unlocked the, a couple more mechanics. They kind of dole it out. Like you get, you eventually get a way to like grapple on That's, to enemies. That you really ch- like improved the game for me. Like I, I yeah. Yeah. especially the gunners just run away from mm-hmm. you. I'm like, I was really annoyed by that. And I'm like, Oh, now that I can just zip to them, it's like, Oh, perfect. Uh, that route was really great. And then you eventually get uh, an ability where your, uh, your friend will teleport in and you can shoot, uh, which can take off shields from enemies, but you can also stun anything that might be annoying uh, or too far away from you. Uh, and then they, the level that I had just played, they finally gave me parrying. Mm. I'm like, I didn't even think it was in the game because you have a dodge yeah. so you could do like a perfect. But no, the parrying is so good. It feel it feels yeah, very I don't, nice. I, I don't totally love how they tutorialized it because it didn't feel like it matched the way that you used it in the game. Mm. Uh, a lot of the time, uh, when they teach you this tutorial for parrying, they literally make it so you can't do anything else but parry. You they lock you down in one spot and you have to. Uh, they give you like the 
do do and then you, and then they shoot you twice and you have to you have to parry it so they give you the timing and then you do it uh, they do this like five times and then you like if you fail it too much and game over you have to do all of it again uh, and, but like I got the hang of it but also I was like once I got my hands on it like once they took the it gave me the controller back once they took the reins off a little bit I was like oh this works against any attack and I can use it in combat whenever I want then it worked for me. I was like a little bit annoyed by how they taught it, mm. uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've been going on. Uh, this game is uh, pretty fun. I'm uh, definitely was riding the cringe curve <laughs> whenever anyone tried to talk, uh, but otherwise, I'm like oh, a couple solid jokes. It looks really good in motion. Um, my last thing I want to touch on, I think that the fucking main character looks like a default me it's like how to draw anime yes. the anime way. he does he look so like bad. how to draw anime or like how to draw <laughs> he, he cartoon looks like characters. Fucking, kid from 2009 he's the control of like delete him. guy yeah. he's fucking tie from penny <laughs> i had to describe him right now i don't know if i could i, I think that there is like unzipped there hoodie, is an egg man the character uh, design the like outfit design is good like when i when you see him from behind when you're playing the game i'm like oh it's fine you know, you snap it along to the beat. He's got a cool flowing uh, uh, scarf. And then, like, anytime he's, like, face up in the camera, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> But anyway, that's, my, I think all the other character designs are pretty good. I'm just, like, he's the most generic dude ever, truly. He's he not, definitely anyway, feels, like, you're right, he does feel like gamer webcomic protagonist. But yeah, he's I like his uh, I like his his music dorkiness is very is very endearing though like how he can't stop tapping his feet or, or uh, I think you snapping. probably could have mapped all of his like lameo loser uh, weirdo character traits onto someone who looked just a little more interesting. yes and this game can do interesting character possible. designs I think, I think it is. all of your yeah. Yeah. all of your color coded uh, teammates are are looking pretty good but I think um, I I particularly like Peppermint's design. Uh, yep, she's very good. good. The cat is very yes, cute. Chai. Oh yeah, the cat does a lot of. Oh no, no, wait. Chai's the Chai's, Chai's the guy. Eight oh eight is the cat. Chai yep. the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, named after the drum mm-hmm. machine. Very funny. Yeah, the Chai drum. Machine. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, uh, eight oh eight. I know. The yeah. cat. Oh, <laughs> Why right. is he named Chai? Is that a reference to something? I don't think it is. They're, they're all. They're drinks. all. Uh, yeah, they're all like little oh. lattes. Chai peppermint. Um, uh, hold on, I, the rest. I, I got them right here. <laughs> Macaron and and cinnamon. They're all drink. they're all spices. Oh, okay, they're all, all right. spices. The, the, oh yeah, yeah. The, ro- oh, yeah. the robot is uh, is is cinnamon or S C N M N. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, I I I enjoyed the game. I think I got pretty much every single one of my thoughts out already. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go. I'll go into it a little bit. So uh, I am on the okay. other side of the kind of action game thing from Alex. I love action games, going for the big score uh, and uh, like trying to get a long combo with a big multiplier and not getting hit at all. So I immediately dove into this game on hard, which I'm happy to hear that Alex also did. But the the game has very nice yeah. descriptors uh, telling you what the difficulty does and what struck me was that the reason I probably wouldn't have picked hard unless they described it to me is my assumption when I see hard is that, oh, the enemies are going to be big damage sponges and I have to complete this game in a certain amount of time so we can do the episode on it. And um, uh, when I said that it's only the damage you take that's increased, not the damage the enemies take that's increased on hard, I'm like, oh, okay. So that means that 
like I'll die quicker, but the enemies will die at the same rate. That sounds yeah. I can yeah. make less mistakes, but it's not going to make the game more. Yes, yeah, that was a big difference. That was a big difference to me, and uh, that made me want to pick hard. The reason that I re- the reason that I went towards hard mostly was because I was like I based on the way that this game looks. I kind of expect, and the, the the tone kind of too. I kind of expected this to be a little, like the audience for this to be a little skew a little kiddier. Yeah. I expected this game to be too easy on normal. And I think that uh, this would be maybe that's just. An I think that I don't know if that an easy out, version but. of this game would be good for a kid because it has all the cool stuff that you like while still, uh, you know, while still treating you with some respect in terms of like. Yeah, it feels like playing an animated movie for mm-hmm. kids. So I could definitely see that. Uh, bearing out but yeah I don't know that was just my assumption but. yeah I hope that it did well I totally agree with you guys that it does seem skewed oh. towards that genre like that type they of... they dropped this they were they like did what like a Xbox games um, it's not a keynote yeah we were trying to remember earlier we have, none of us know yeah. what the uh, the terminology whatever they, is okay, yeah whatever, whatever they, they call did. it they, they did like yeah they're, they're like video they're direct mm-hmm. and they were like Hey, there's this game, High Fry Rush, that nobody like talked about ever, and it's out today. And then people started playing it, and everybody loved it at the time. It got like really big for like. Well, yeah, a this is of weeks. the it's the uh, to get into industry talk for just like a half second. Uh, because Microsoft owns everything, they can just go call up Tango Gameworks and be like, "Hey, make a game. We're not going to market it at all, so we're going to save a <laughs> yeah. bunch of money." But this so is kind of great, this- though. This is the game. This is a game that's a little annoying to market, but to be able to say something that is good for one trailer and then you can put it out immediately when people see the trailer, they're like, "That sounds like the kind of thing I'd like." There's not enough time for them for, to yeah. forget about it. It's already on Game Pass. Yeah, and the fact that most people who have an Xbox this generation also have a, a Game Pass subscription yeah. and can just download this right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very canny. It's very smart. Uh, from and very accessible game, too, honestly. It, it jump, drums you right into the action, and you're just mm-hmm. in it. So mm-hmm. It's good good stuff. Anyway, you go ahead. Yeah, so, Sorry about that. Uh, so I did pick hard for this game, and uh, I'm going to talk about you the technical stuff for this first. So there's some weird thing that I was not able to search because of the fucking Reddit blackout that was happening to me. Uh, and, like, I, I, you know, I understand and respect the reasons for the Reddit blackout, but it's irritating that there's no good resource for, like, fucking tech issues anywhere else. It really else. demonstrates the, the hole in the yeah. internet that Reddit yes. is filling. Um, <laughs> so I was having a problem where I plug my gamepad in, or I have my gamepad synced up and my gamepad works with every other Xbox Game Pass thing and every Steam release and anything that I ever want to play on my PC, it's no problem. But when I would try and perform, well, first off, uh, all the inputs came up as keyboard inputs, even though I was using my controller. And if I saw that as a comment. And in the menus, when I would use the analog stick, it would press it twice, no matter what. So it would always do, but if I use the D-pad, that wasn't an issue. So that's not that big of a Mm. deal. But it made me think that every forward, back, or whatever input was being put in twice, which meant if I wanted to do something precise for combos, it was annoying. Luckily, combos are mostly just focused around light, heavy attacks, and pauses being the main thing. You don't have to do directions or directional inputs most of the time. Yeah, I like that rest was a mechanic. Very good, Um, yeah. And that it has a a visual Mm -hmm. indicator when you have rested on a beat. Yeah, Devil May Cry 1 introduced the the kind of gap rest combos as well, but this game, it fits even more because having a rest beat 
is like it, it fits so naturally into the music theme. Um, yeah. I don't know why you're having so much issue. Like I have I, a Xbox. Don't give me the works on my machine. I'm not. I, I'm just yeah, trying Seth, to. I don't know. This. I'm, I'm just had, trying to explain the problem. I didn't put it on the I record, had. but. I played this on mouse and keyboard because I tried two controllers I have and neither of them were able to sync at all. They also yeah, couldn't get it working weird. on controller. That that I just like played this on my mouse and keyboard and it was fine. This definitely seems like a game that would be better on controller, but uh, yeah. that was okay. Uh, I, the only thing that sucks about the mouse and keyboard controls, which I'm sure Nick also ran into because the icons didn't change, but um, the icon for left click and right click Looks way yeah. too similar for yeah, how often sense. you have to press both <laughs> yeah, of yeah. them. And when you power up like the little generators in this game, they'll throw like four or five inputs you have to get on the beat back to back, and they're like not—they're random, or they're not like they're like QTEs. So they just pop up, and then you have to do it within a second. A couple of those, I'm like, is it left click? Is it right click? Shit, I have to redo it all again. Yeah, it's just a picture but of anyway. a mouse with one of the cl- yeah. clicks highlighted mm. in red. So it's... And then the, the combo screen is so funny, too, because it's like mouse, left click, mouse, right click, mouse, left click, mouse, right click. It's like, yeah, oh, exactly. You really got to take a yeah. good look at it to those, get it. Good, good on them for having those icons, but like, the um if it were y yeah. or x it would be way easier to or discern. even like light heavy right like i feel like that would be good yeah um but yeah so it was it was displaying the mouse and keyboard options to me all the time and then baff most bafflingly and the thing that caused me the most problems in my playthrough when i uh this the super attacks or the special moves or whatever they call them um are done on controller by clicking both analog sticks in and when i did this not only would i not do the special move but the game would go dark for a second and then it would pull up the (laughs) steam deck keyboard which i'm not playing this on steam deck i'm not playing this on steam at all but it is that's like it is the steam deck (laughs) api not api the steam deck like like overlay keyboard steam big picture yeah yeah i bet you you would have to force quit steam i think that that might have been it yeah that's really strange yeah that's stupid. It's, and, like, I didn't have Steam yeah, maybe, running at the time. Maybe Steam and game... Oh. Yeah, I think... Well, because of the way Steam works, I think if you plug in a controller to your computer... Oh, even yeah, Steam's that probably... Running, you, I, I didn't even think I about think that. that might have been a shortcut to just open up big picture mode. Like, it's just because the Steam Deck mm-hmm. operating system is now just big the picture mode, yeah. controller interface for Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... <laughs> But nobody, I, yeah. could, I could that, not find, a, because of various search problems, I could not find anyone else having this problem. And I didn't even think to do that, Alex. Like, I was like, I, my first thought was, oh, it's because I have Steam on. Or, oh, it's, be-. I'm thinking to myself, like, if I unplug the, the keyboard, that will help me with this. That didn't help. Uh, turn, shutting down Steam didn't help. But I didn't check to see if it was running in the background. I didn't check to see, like, I, I might have had to manually disable it so that it didn't accept it as a controller. Uh, but, like... It was yeah, really, it sucks, really sucked. I couldn't use, use the supers. They were all worthless to me. They, I just couldn't do them on my controller. That sucks because they're, they're so, so cool. Yeah, I went and looked up. You know, I can see them in the shop and things mm. like that. But, ugh. Anyway, um, the game's ideas, right? Outside of technical issues, I had a really good time with. I really loved uh, this game's kind of approach to heavy attacks being that they take one more beat to charge, but they do, you know, they do big damage. Uh, and the the fact that they take that one beat to charge factors into the combos. It's like there is a rest beat in there. This game has dodge offset like Bayonetta, where if you're doing a, a combo and, and you hit dodge, it will keep your place in the combo while you dodge. So yeah, the dodge is now yeah. part of the combo. Right. 
it's a yeah um some of your your teammate stuff can be added to combos mm -hmm. too yes uh the peppermint team thing which i think is the first one you get uh where she comes in and does a bunch of laser blasts is actually like aesthetically incredible because of how her little laser blasts add on to the beat so nicely so neatly it's very cool um and then you get uh uh i just said his name macaron yeah macaron. i don't remember the guy's name um yeah his uh he's got like a big punch that he does to to go through walls um yeah and you can hit the guys with the yes. armor or whatever right yeah i really love uh aesthetic wise i really enjoy this game it wears its influences on its sleeve and uh, while there are some things that i i wouldn't say are like super super original the fact that like you know we're doing like a corporate satire where everyone's a cyborg you got some cool stuff going on in there uh, Rekka with her, uh, you know, giant gauntlet hands, and then uh, Zanzo appears to be all like he's he's well he seems like all of his limbs are uh, robotic, and then he's got like stuff going on around his face and hair as well. So it leads you to think like, oh, how uh, how organic is this guy even? Like, what has he got left? Yeah. Is he riding under there? Like, what what's going on? <laughs> um. Yeah, so there's there's cool stuff happening here. Uh, I was pretty excited when the the first boss, the big robot, killed me because I'm like, oh, all right, like nice. Like I was happy that uh, the hard difficulty was actually like uh, coming out, you know. And I think that uh, this game has a bunch of good ways to get you into the air to kind of hit these like enemies in all their different positions. The enemies kind of look a little too similar to each other, but I understand why you would do that, especially if they're all being mass-produced. And, like, they've yeah. got some color coding going on, but, like, I don't know. It, it, like, sometimes to me, like, it figuring out whether what was dangerous about an enemy just by looking at them was a, was could be a little uh, tough sometimes. Fig I, I also feel like they... Uh, if this game wasn't, like, simply just 10 hours, I feel like this would get really mm -hmm. tiring because it doesn't seem like mm -hmm. they in introduce new enemies often enough. It's like, this is a guy with a, the same kind of guy but with mm -hmm. a sword, or this this time this guy has a mm -hmm. shield. Uh, the enemy variety did get better from me playing, like, the level progression, but uh, I don't know. This The enemies in this game really reminded me of uh, Guacamelee, which is a Metroidvania mm -hmm. beat-em-up, but that game had a really bad... <laughs> had really really bad enemy variety but very similar design where they lock you into one room and they're like okay this guy has a shield you have to use the specific move against this guy but they were all reskins so it was like oh fuck it sucks but anyway yeah each move has each guy has a move you have to do to get around their yeah. their thing or whatever and you have to be super careful with that design because it can just be like shit i burned my laser i can't remove that shield i just have to run around for a couple mm. seconds while it recharges yeah and mm. uh, this game didn't get that bad with it, but I don't yeah, know how many more character it. assists they're going to introduce. Yeah, you. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't. I didn't finish the game, of course, but uh, there yeah. are. If they added two more, I would. I would be like, okay, maybe too many moving parts. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I read there are twelve stages. Yeah, which yeah. I think that's a good amount. Like, um, 
yeah, I think this game is pretty well sized. It gives you a decent I, I amount of build up for the bosses because but. you don't just go like mm. stage boss, stage boss, stage boss. Like you have some time to go through the department of whatever uh, character yeah, you you're do going. Do their mm-hmm. realm, and then you get to fight them in the next level. Yeah, you do I QA, think. and then design is next, and the, the the guy in design is like a huge diva of an artist. Yeah, good mm-hmm. lava level too. I like that they let off with that pretty early. And then. Uh, uh, then there's the security like security zone. Uh, after that, there's some yeah, which is like the last thing I saw, and that was pretty cool. Uh, really like this. Uh, I I think that the the like whole like doing the entire thing inside like a, a big corporate city where like the uh, the bad guys are on a giant TV screen and they're constantly doing like morale updates. Uh, there are some like kind of uh, corny jokes there about how like. They're making the robots work eight days a week, and they added a couple of extra days, and they made four Mondays back to back, and all that stuff. I kind of yeah. like the joke about them adding another day of the week was a good uh-huh, bit. I think on Wednesday. Uh-huh. They talked about <laughs> yeah. how you need to submit your your sick days uh, several months in advance. Yeah, it was like six months in advance, and robotic employees wouldn't be approved for sick days, and they're all robotic. It, it reminds me of a, like a little bit more on the nose, a little bit less clever version of uh, what Portal Two yes. tries to do with oh, some of its like corporate humor. Yeah, um, it's still welcome though because uh, games aren't doing this kind of shit mm-hmm. all the time. I think. Yeah, it's still I, I like it in this game. Yeah, that's not, a great point. Uh, it is. It is. It has been done before, but not often enough for it. Tired of it. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you get get some in Stanley Parable, but not quite as it it devolves like you get that yeah, at first there are no actual employees in that game so there's like yeah, yeah that's they, they all got raptured uh so but, um, yeah i mean like i had a really good time with this game uh, for what i could do with it like uh the technical issues unfortunately played me the entire time uh and i really wish i could like i think i may have like if I wasn't spending so long trying to troubleshoot this game, I think I may have just finished it before before the episode mm. because I, I did like it a lot. I wanted to see the rest of it. And in particular, I think that the wanting to see the next boss was what mostly pushed me forward. Yeah. They, they tease you kind mm-hmm. of early with showing you everybody. And it's like, all right, I see this guy's one, like his character design and the one thing he says. And it's like, oh, I know what you're mm. all about. And I'm excited <laughs> to see it. Yeah, from the um, Discord, I thought all you it seemed like all of you guys had like beaten the game. I was like, mm-hmm. oh damn. No. You know, I, oh, yeah, no. I only got, I only got like in. two bosses, yeah. yeah. Or yeah, two of the base mm-hmm. bosses. You get a fight But that's still like what, five oh, stages. Yeah. So or I did something? a robot and then I did Rekka. Um huh? what one thing real quick I wanted to touch on, Nick, before you mm-hmm. transition off your thoughts. Uh I'm I was curious playing this and like having kind of an easy time with it, even on hard. Do you think this game is like deep enough? Do you think it like you know, obviously it's not Okay, so there's some stuff up, here. I think that it's hard to make it too points. deep <laughs> because you need to keep it simple enough that your brain can still handle the rhythm mechanics. So I think yeah. that in that way, like wanting to keep it on the beat prevents them from making it too complicated because like calling an assist uh in and like okay, so you've got your light attacks, your heavy attacks, you, uh, jumping is a free action, so I wouldn't count that. Um, jumping light, is free, just like yeah. in real life. Light, light, heavy, dodge, parry, and that's already like pretty good. But like, ideally, there would be something else to kind of mix things up in there. Like, you're only playing as one guy with one weapon, right? 
usually in a game like this there would be different kinds of move sets like you unlock different things for your sword yeah. in devil may cry That's but true. you also get another sword that you can swap between which one and that yeah. and yes other guns which is i feel like too. yeah to looking looking at this game it sort of and like they just announced more content for this game today so they're not done Whoa, with it yet. For real? But that's cool. One of the things that seems like this game would be kind of built for that it's that is not in there is another weapon or another character to kind of like show. So I think the concept is yes. deep enough. Like I think the idea of this that yeah. this game is built like, on could support something like right, that. Right, but when people make like the the combo mad videos or whatever for a game that for a game that they really like, what they want to do is show you how creative they can get. And this is kind of a limited framework. It reminds in that way it reminds me more of Punch Out than something like Devil May Cry. Like there is almost a perfect run that yeah, you can, can get in here where you're hitting everyone on the beat with the right move at the right time to do the optimal amount of damage in the optimal situation and not getting hit yourself. Yeah. But wow. in Devil May Cry, you you know, you have a palette of colors you can choose to paint with, the ice nunchucks or the uh you can use the half yes. motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can turn into a full or, motorcycle. Or the cowboy <laughs> <yes>. hat. <laughs> and those are two different like, you know, uh colors that you can paint with. You're playing two different <laughs> games kind of. <laughs> yeah, and there's a button to switch between them. And don't even get me started on how Devil May Cry four three four and five ha- have different styles that you can switch in and out of Swordmaster and trickster and all that like that is what makes the the creativity of those games truly shine like in um the thing that i loved about god hand so much in terms of a depth in an action system was the idea that you know pressing x x x x for your light combo uh, is not set in stone. You could choose to make one of the moves in your XXX combo really bad if you wanted, or you could choose to make it a launcher, or you could put in a built-in counterpoint and stuff like that. That's like that kind of creativity is missing from this game. But I wouldn't knock this game for it. You don't have space. Yeah, I, I definitely for that. don't think it makes the game yeah. worse to ha- lack that kind of depth. I'm just curious. I was really curious on mm-hmm. your perspective when I was playing this because. You like all the weird fiddly stuff that I generally am not into. Yeah, I, I was getting a little annoyed at the beginning that uh, how with how long it was taking to unlock new moves. I felt like my combos were getting really samey. And if they were going to like say, like, you know, you use the same move this many times, it's like, well, I don't have any other moves yet. Like, I can't do anything cool. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't find it. Like, I could get, like, a couple of different moves. Oh, yeah, for I sure. But I, I wanted to, to vary it up even, even more than that. And, like, when they do open the oh, shop. okay. So you're just yeah, impatient. They, yeah, they unlock mm-hmm. more as you go, but they only give you so many to pick from. Like after the start. first stage, you get a mo- you're able to bring enemies up into the air with you, which uh, as uh, is high time as uh, Alex was joking about the Devil May Cry move, where you can bring people up into the air with you and they kind of float next to you while you do your air combos. Um, but then after getting the grappling hook, I was really getting into it a lot more. Like, I felt like I had enough options to rotate between in my head that I could make an interesting, like, combo on the beat and still have a good time. But, like, the the, the doing the things on the beat is the central focus of this game, and that works the whole time. I didn't have any problem yeah. with that, and I think that that's the reason you wouldn't want to make it any more complicated than it already is, and why doing something like adding another character or another weapon is a shitload of work, because you have to make sure it works in every song, on every beat, like to to in every enemy encounter. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think yeah. about that. Uh, but I th- 
so even though it doesn't like go into that kind of depth, I understand why they didn't, and they chose to go in a different direction instead of making it more of a rhythm game than an action game. And I think that's fine. I think that it works really well because even like the little platforming segments are, are good are a good time. They make you want to do it on the beat because the platforms rise and fall on the beat or like uh, doors open and close on the beat or electric hazards or presses or whatever are happening to the music every single time. <clears throat> Even like background elements that are just yeah. decorative do it. Yeah. And, and I you really can see him, he the, snaps mm-hmm. on yep. the beat all the time. I really liked when uh, they'd have like a segmented platform or parts mm-hmm. of a bridge that would all come out on like on one beat instead of just like, oh, the platform opens all at once. It's like, oh, no, the five segments of the platform all go chunk, 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 mm-hmm. chunk. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of fun. Very satisfying. So, Cam, what did you think? I heard you played the demo. Yeah, so I also had an Xbox Game Pass issue. Xbox Game Pass is an incredible value, a great you don't have you know, to say thing that. to look into if you... I mean, it is. It's, Microsoft's paying us now. I, I'm just saying this all before I say it thought I was in India and I couldn't renew my subscription because it wouldn't let me pay for it with American dollars until I re-signed you in. Don't, you don't have a... VPN? No, I don't. (laughs) This took me. Maybe you are in India. uh, Yeah, hey, last time I checked, I wasn't. But um, yeah, so I definitely put this off until the last second, but then I was delayed even further through Game Pass, you know, nonsense. So I. um, It's also just not really my type of game. So I, I had something else going on that night. So I was totally distracted, more interested in doing that. But. Um, with doing this podcast, it's always funny because I don't look up the thing. I just hear the one sentence, you know, uh, description that Nick will give or whoever will give at the end of the the previous episode. Then I'll go, oh, that sounds interesting. And then I won't look it up until I end up playing it. Uh, so yeah, much like Alex, I was just too. like, oh, I didn't know what this game was or what it would look like or yeah, how it would... Um, play really i knew it was a rhythm based beat-em-up i think nick described it as or maybe even said 3d beat-em-up but it uh i was really impressed with the way it looks and the way it runs like i just don't expect a game like this to like run so smoothly honestly well if it if it had like frame drops and shit the game would be way way worse because yeah that makes a lot of sense to do everything (laughs) on the rhythm be much harder to play yeah, I felt like the um, the animation, especially during the cutscenes, like the animated cutscenes, were specifically done on like twelves instead of like twenty four, thirty, or sixty frames per second, um, which most CG animation would be done on like thirty or sixty frames per second. Yeah, because you don't need to draw every individual frame. It but it looks really it looked good. Like the, yeah, we've definitely talked before. At least I think we have actually. Or not twelves, like twos, but you know, like. If you try to make something look realistic, you will eventually look outdated, maybe even instantly. But if you go for something more mm-hmm. stylized, then you will always look in that style. Making a, making a yeah. realistic game costs all the money in the world, takes five years, and then will look like dog shit yeah. in about three, three months. Yeah, three That's minutes. Great way of putting <laughs> three it. months, 30 minutes maybe. Like It's just like this is so yeah. much more appealing. And I was just like, wow, this looks great i also kind of thought we were getting into like an indie game so 
going into it with like a big studio and having it be so polished i was like oh wow i was just really impressed just because my expectations were not low but like different you know like i was expecting yeah, more of a this... like you know a, a smaller project than this this is the kind of game that or the kind of thing that really flourished in a certain like in like the ps2 generation where you could have a a, a mid-tier studio be given enough money to make something weird and cool now it's like well, every game has to make seven billion dollars because we spent five years and all the money in the world making yep, it and you have to maybe play that game maybe it's a little bit beautiful joe with the attitude maybe oh yeah, yeah it, it kind of has a little yeah. bit of that it's so hard to nail the style down because it's like and, yeah generic enough that it's like but unique enough at the same time that it, it's just hard to peg it as like it, yeah, something. Yeah, it's evoking so much. It's uh, so many things that's inspired by it. Really, is just a mismatch. Yeah, much. It's oh, like it, Nick didn't uh, even hear that dog whistle. Dog whistle for Nick. Beautiful Joe. He said it. He said it again. I'm listening. Hi. <laughs> I just don't want to. I don't want to pipe up immediately when you say that because I don't want to portray myself as some kind of. He's not taking the bait. I'm not biting the hook. <laughs> <laughs> but Beautiful Joe uh, is a good visual reference for this. I, I do seriously think that yeah. because of the yeah, way the, and that's all the heavily cel-shaded style. And uh, and you also have a character who thinks he's like a movie star yeah. or whatever, or he got sucked into movies, and he's just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> radical. He's happy time. to be there. Yeah, he's, he's just yes, happy Chai, Chai is happy to be there. That is an endearing quality for him as a dorky, nothing main character. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, to get to the gameplay, I w- was happy that it was a little more lenient than Necro Dancer because, like, you're not strictly attached to the beat thing. And they let you just put up. I was playing on keyboard too because I could also not get a controller to, to connect in this. Um, but you just hit tab and it just brings up the, the beat yep. thing right there, which I really needed. And I yeah, you've got the the bead mm-hmm. marker, and I use that too a lot of the time. I like that it was on a toggle though, where I could like if I was really feeling it, I could just hit it off to have a little more screen space, and then go. Crazy. I didn't even find that. I was just using the cat. Yeah, yeah, they have that little. Yeah, uh, no, wait. Fucking... There's so many visual indicators. You really don't What's need that? it. It's more of an yeah. accessibility thing, I think. What's that yeah, thing from uh, Gundam? The orb that. Uh, Haro. Like he got a little Haro that is constantly uh, yeah. pulsating to the mm-hmm. beat too. I think 808 is more of a um, is a horror reference, but also more of a Luna Ball reference from Sailor Moon. Oh yeah, mm, oh yeah. yeah. The cat, the black cat, definitely felt mm-hmm. Sailor Moon to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I really liked. The, speaking of the cat, they they do some interesting like unique things with the robot cat. Like at one point they the the cat like waves its tail back and forth to do one of those light picture yeah, it's things. A neon sign I don't know thing. how you, you know, what like those are the... called, but like to create yeah, an image. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking um, about. I wonder if they're, what the term there is. Uh, there probably is a very cool uh, descriptive name for one of those. But... All those yeah, folks in the rave scene are yeah, they're, they're, scream- like throwing yeah. they're throwing their glow sticks at, this, at their iPods. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely on the same page with the, the main character as, as Alex and the type of humor. Once I found out I could skip dialogue, I was, I was really hammering that, that skip button. Mm. But I think this is just not um, designed at me, you know, like for me. It's, it's, I think that type of humor skewers, uh, skews towards a, a, a younger audience or whatever. So. I, I say this lovingly, but this is the kind of game that is for children and the people, kinds of people who really like children's media. I'm glad uh, you... I say that as someone 
someone who uh, does like kids' shows and such on occasion. Yeah, I'm glad you already invoked the word cringe because I was going to try not to say it, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you on that. But the designs are, the character designs are really, really pop, except for that main character is just kind of like uh, primary colored, uh, smug uh, male teen, like with his uh, his grin and spiky, spiky adolescent hair. But uh, his robot arm is cool. I like the guitar that's not like a guitar. Like it just kind of manifests it's itself. Yeah, it's made, yeah. Out, of, made out of junk parts. because his his magnetic arm is made for picking up trash, which is a nice uh, yeah. thing. That's also yeah, how gets, his grappling hook works is it's just a magnet to pick up trash. Gets the Futurama job designation of uh, trash collector <laughs> immediately. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely was expecting to be overwhelmed and it took me until seeing the shop screen to really be like oh jesus this game is a lot deeper than i uh had thought it would be but i think that's about as deep as it goes yeah i mean well i mean he didn't get any shop screen assists, but that's not that much added on top of it and yeah no parry. i didn't get parry i think is, i definitely went parry sounds cool yeah, when i got the uh when i got the shop screen i was like okay i'm gonna spend my money on these combos but uh Mostly because of how the icons looked, but also because I was like not gonna bother with it. I'm like, if I do one of these combos, it'll be on accident, and that's okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna unlock them. Yeah, I was like, okay, what combo do I want to get? Uh, oh, light attack six times in a row. I think I will get that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's yeah. always the same yeah. one. Yeah, knew I was gonna use that one, but I also bought the um, the one with the pause in the middle, and that one was really good because. I mentioned it earlier, but that visual indicator for taking an offbeat was really, really helpful and and like unique and good because like usually you should just know when you're offbeat because you have the the timing, the metronome or whatever on your screen, or at least that's you how have I was playing. Ears and you can listen to music, right? And but I liked having that visual indicator, mm. and also that combo was really cool because you like hit the enemy like and they like fly all over the screen mm-hmm. so it was really satisfying oh i like the the special move at the end of like the, the basic the combo enders where you have to match the ring up i was annoyed at how often those triggered i really wish there oh, was like another yeah. i w- like i didn't i know why they do it right they they do it because they want the cool animation to stay on the beat but i want it to just end so i can move to the next thing right like you don't need your little cuts yeah even though the cut the the period where you're uncontrollable is really short yes it's like okay this happens eight times a room uh-huh. then, or even more than that probably right and but they also are different like purposes too you have them like there's one that's a laser there's one that is like a ground shock wave there's one that is the like spinning boomerang guitar like yeah these the, are all it, separate i thought it was awesome that they just start you off with finishing or like combo finishing moves that are projectiles mm. like just like right off the bat which is neat that seems like something you'd have to unlock yeah uh, did not care for the the jumping in this game i could tell that it's definitely designed it's for definitely cry. combos. it's it's it's, it's, not, it's definitely yeah. cry it's the really shallow jump arcs and they give yeah, you a double it jump sucks to jump in that yeah. game yeah too. it's like yeah, here is the your platforming i was having a little trouble with sometime just because of completely that. instant vertical jump on new rounded uh. platforms in front of you <laughs> and then your dash yeah. moves you forward a set distance uh that makes it very hard to do jumps that well, are there's no like you can't like grab a ledge in this game so it's like 
you, you, if you fuck it up, it, it, so I would always mistime how long my jump was going to send me. Try to correct with a double jump, go too far, yep. and then try to dash back, and then I will have used all of my mobility. And now I've yeah, you've gone over <laughs> and then overcorrected too... over the platform backwards. Yeah, or the platform has gone away yeah, because you're because off it's all now. timing based. Uh, the dash, yeah. though, really sick that they give you a, a multi dash right at the beginning and connecting it to the beat is really satisfying and helpful like it just helps you get through the level faster by doing yeah, like dash, and it, yeah if dash, you just want to go quick you can you can re- yeah tap 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 yeah tap. it's and really it's like a cool animation for it and everything um but yeah i didn't get through much of this game i played through the whatever that i guess you guys don't consider it a boss but that like this is about that the head and hands guy good. who yep. like i don't know if i was just not good at it but that that's when i really noticed that the the music is themed to certain parts of the like it's not just one track like i was on one section of the music for like longer than i think i should have been on it where it was just kind of repeating the same kind of like Mm -hmm. thing because that's the driving you know beat of the game that you're playing to yeah he does the three laser attack when the part of the song goes duh 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 yeah it's like yeah you can't be any other part of the song when that attack Mm -hmm. happens yeah (laughs) yeah um long as shit is that like all the levels are that long or is that just that tutorial level is that long um the second one that i did was maybe just slightly shorter because felt, they didn't I have to like all the tutorial stuff i felt like all the levels yeah, it seemed like they were about all that long mm-hmm. like it's definitely a choice i guess i kind of liked it in the long term and then they like show you all your rankings well, throughout the because doing like one or two levels in a session the, was really is is kind of the ideal thing like this yeah. is the kind of game you finish over a week named, or over uh, a couple of nights or whatever. The mm-hmm. checkpoints are all named parts of the song, which mm-hmm. is really cute too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like each you know, like the when you give, they give you the breakdown of all your scores, it'll be like this is the bridge or this is the chorus, first chorus. Yeah, definitely, first definitely a good, a great. It's cool to see a rhythm game like this get executed with this much money. I guess it's kind of my yeah. I mean that. Yeah. I mean yeah. I can't even think of the last time something like that happened. Um, it's just really well polished mm-hmm. and like clearly knows what it wants to be and is doing it really well. I think you made a great point, Nick, about not overcomplicating it, it because it wants to keep that rhythm. You know, yeah, the, that's the, the rhythm clearly aspect of the, the game. most important part of the game. So, like, if the combat is the most important part of the game, then they might have a se- setting that turns the beat off. You know, like that turns like that allows you to do free actions rather than having to wait for like beats or something like that yeah that would be crazy yeah because then you yeah. just like it would be uh cadence yeah. of hyrule the 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 necro dancer zelda thing oh, yeah. has an option that turns that off because so weird. because to them <laughs> then you could just yeah because like to them the game. more important yeah. thing was making a a fun top-down zelda game with some of their mechanics as opposed to being rigidly devoted to the doing everything on the beat so Mm-hmm. That that's actually a great touch point. I completely forgot to mention that. I having played a little bit of Cadence of Hyrule, it definitely reminded me, or this game reminded me of that because it is a game that is ostensibly kind of about something else, but you're doing everything mm-hmm. to the rhythm. Because like Necro Dancer is so Did you much. Turn about it off in that game too. Yeah, that's, that's what Nick just said. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was watching Sweet yeah. Beat. <laughs> um, oh shit! I had one more, like kind of petty dig but now i can't remember what it was probably for the best a uh, neat game i yeah. really just good looking ran really well unique um 
Good stuff. All right. Seb, what did you think of Hi-Fi Rush? Um, So I've chimed in a lot, uh, but I'll reiterate that I really like that. I'm very impressed by the animation in this game, especially pulling off that cell-shaded, outlined CG look, which has been around for a long time, but hasn't always looked very good. Um, And they've really mastered it. Like, they've made it look like each frame of the CG models were animated. Like, they, they have this bounce to them, and it's great, and I love it. And they'll have, like, action lines when things move in, in the in-game engine. and Which is why it's, it's so almost indistinguishable when it switches to the actual, like, pre-rendered animation. Um, like, just, just the aesthetics of this game. Art team, great job. Like, amazing job, art team. And I, I'm not, like... I don't, I don't hate hate Chai's design. Like, I think he's just your Scott Pilgrim everyman. Um, I keep pulling references from the era where, where I think this game is mostly influenced from. <laughs> but, um, like, he, he's just, like, your random guy with a beaver cut, and he's got skinny jeans that are rolled up, and um, what's he wearing? He's wearing Adidas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like he's that. boring. That's what I, got, we're all on the same page here. He's got a fucking yeah, because he's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I felt like I kind of like got the humor and the aesthetic and everything of this game. Like it, it like really clicked with me because it felt like that pop punk teenage um, years, you know, um, that I was. Uh, I don't know necessarily immersed in, but like I was very much like I I felt you the attitude in my to. bones. Yeah, I, I felt, I feel the vibes in my bones of this game. <laughs> um, and uh, that's, like, the the most, the best part of this game, like, when I was playing it. I was, like, getting through it. And, you know, I'm not normally go- very good at rhythm games. Like, I wasn't very good at um, Necrodancer. Um, I've tried uh, Bullets Per Minute. I'm not very good at that. Um, not that I don't like them, but I'm not very good at them. This one, I was, like, I, I was playing on easy. Um, but as no shame you in it. found like, it, yeah, yeah, and no the, shame in it. The rhythm mechanic is exactly the same. No matter yeah. The and I was getting, it seems like, so I was doing really well good. at like pressing buttons on time because I think I, I just kind of like clicked with, with this music and like how many visual cues you have in this game. Um, you could look almost anywhere on the screen and know where the beat is, which yeah. rules. Like that's such an undertaking. It's definitely not to be undersold how cool that is that they pulled that off. Yeah. <laughs> So I was already kind of like vibing with the game, even the sense of humor. I was like, "There's like this fridge robot that gives you hints all the time, he's, and he's, he's like a hitting side on twirler. you." Yeah, <laughs> he he's always hitting on you, which is weird. He's got like this look on his face, and Shy's like, "Uh," um, but I I I thought he was silly and funny. Um, I just think the robots are all very very cute. There's like a point um right before you actually get to Rekka where it's just kind of like a, a lobby. And there's like some robots cleaning, and they just stand like they they just go around, and they literally just say beep boop beep boop, and I just hmm. it, it's just really cute and funny to me. Um, so I got up to the first boss, the QA one million, um, which is a big robot. He's a hands robot. You don't really hit his head, but he's hands. I hit his head. Um, yeah. You hit his head. He's a head and you hands robot. That's how you beat him boss. in the end. You hit his head. Yeah. Um, but he's mostly hands. Um, so I get to that boss and I'm already having a good time. And I'm like, yeah, I really like this game. I'm really getting into it. And then it starts playing like one of my favorite underrated tracks from Nine Inch Nails, which is One Million. 
And I just like, I was like, yo, holy shit. Um, Seth out there popping off. Yeah, I was fucking <laughs> popping off. And I, I just was just vibing the entire time. And uh, I jump from every rooftop, you know, like, and it, it, it was just great. It was great. It was very good. And I, if I can pull myself away from Zelda, I'll try to finish this game because I was like really enjoying my time with it. Um, I was really getting into the fights, even though, like, I don't go for all that depth, like, when I'm going, like, for a hack and slash type of thing, like this, or, like, Darksiders, whenever they sell you combos, I'm, I just try to buy all the combos that I'm like, okay, if I'm randomly pressing buttons, I'm likely to get this. Yep. Like, just yep. make it so that every that's time... So, that's my <laughs> metric every time. It's like, I might accidentally pull this one off sometimes. Yeah, it's like... It's like, like I'm going to buy it, because I won't, I won't get the combo if I don't buy it. Yeah, any combinations of buttons I press, like, if I buy all these, I will do a combo every time yep. if I have all of these. Um, so that's just kind of what I was doing. I don't really care about the depth. I was just, like... I was there for the vibes. You know, the vibes of Glory. I'm there for yep. the vibes for this game, and I really enjoy it. Um, so... Yeah, thanks. Uh, what's, what's his Matt. name? I'm sorry. Yeah, who is this guy? Matt. Matt. Thank you, Thank Matt. you, Matt, for uh, suggesting. Um, I, I did have my eye on it, um, but I wasn't planning on uh, really playing it just because um, I, I got well, other yeah. shit to do. There's way too many games. <laughs> also, right you know, now. Cam yeah. and Seb, also. as we've established, two games a year. That's fine. This, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot of shit going on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to live no your money, life like man. Alex. No money, June. Uh, yep. But um, yes, again, thank you, Matt, for writing in. We're uh, we were happy to do this. This is uh, something that we probably wouldn't have gotten to otherwise. And um, next week is my episode. I've got something that I've been planning for a while coming up, which is that we are going to watch the film Tom Popo. Tom Popo is a film about well, it's a film about a lot of things. It's about the joy of food in general, but mm. specifically it is about Pick one of those It is things. about okay. <laughs> making ramen and running a ramen shop. It is a really, really good Japanese film from the 80s directed by Juzo Itami. And um, uh, that guy has a really interesting history that I can't wait to get into. But I also want this episode to be about making your own ramen. I would love that to oh. be a double. I want to make our own ramen. Watch a movie and yes. do more things. I have a ramen cookbook if if you guys would like me to send you a No, I contents. would like to do this on my yeah. own. <laughs> but uh wow. But I wish I still had the awful like instant ramen cookbook that Bink had. What's the, what's to Maybe you? You put that. an egg in it. What's the what else? What's more complicated? No, hey, no it was spoilers like make ramen week, tacos right? with this. It was like disgusting. I'm gonna put an egg shit. in it. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, I can't wait. I liked. I've never made ramen before, and I'm really interested in this movie. So yeah, I'm really looking, I'm forward, looking forward to that. To it. So uh, next week we'll be engaging in the the first and only Japanese noodle western with Tom Popo, and uh, we will uh, <laughs> see you then. So thanks for listening. Thanks, Matt. Bye. Bye, Fi Rush. Rock on. on Bye, Fi Rush. And sparkle on, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we should, we should end all of them. Say what?